hi guys how are you doing today welcome to my podcast my name is toby so today we're going to be talking about life after school like after everything school university whatnot yeah life after school so let me think back i this is 2020 and i would be 22 this year I finished school in 2018, that's two years ago. So I finished school in July, so I was 19 plus when I finished school. Meaning I entered school when I was 15 plus, like four years. Wow. It just occurred to me now that I was a teenager all through college, all through university. I was a teenager, freaking teenager. And it didn't feel like that. Yo, I had to be responsible because I had to do the kinney. As this leadership positions at some point i was cost for two years i did and i was leading people that were older than me see 27 year olds men <laughs> but it didn't feel like it you know where we're under the same condition so the age didn't matter it was like you're studying geology so you have to like live up to it and all that so yeah we're going to go for a short music break and when we come back we'll talk about Life after school. Alright, welcome back guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. We'll get into it. You know how um people start planning for life after school, you know. Oh, after school I'm going to do this, after school I'm going to do that. I don't think I planned. It's not I don't think, I did not plan. And then things were quite confusing and I was so anxious then. I still am. My anxiety is my constant companion, that's what I call it. Then I think from year three, final year, you start hearing stuff like, oh, I need to go and start hustling and all that. You know, after immediately you're done with school, your parents are going to cut you off. It's not time for you to go live life on your own and hustle and do all those things here. Yeah. And um, I was not sure what the, like, I, I was not sure what the, let's like, say, condition was going to be for me. At that point, you know, let's say at 100 level, like 100 plus with time we started reducing people started dropping off school to go do business to go make money and at that point it started becoming clear that yo it's like go make money go make a living like yo i'm not sure what is going to be for me though and I, we never discussed it at home and i never asked and um yeah i was just living through the whole uncertainty until 
I think it was the day of my defense. I did defense. I finished final exams. No wala. I packed my things. Went at this point. We're already living in Oka. So we're no longer living in Onicha. So my house and my school, they're like less than 200 naira. <laughs> I go from school to Thameside, from Thameside to my house, like 150 or so, or 200, whatever. So um, I packed all my things from my hostel, packed everything, and then came back home. I was from, it was from home. I, I went for my defense, my final defense, did that, got back home again. And um, yeah, we finished defense. We're planning this, it was that thing i did we did dinner like we planned fye final year dinner for ourselves you know and we sort of like oh we're done with school we're going to celebrate ourselves and it was fun and everything i did the musical performance like my classmates will remember that's my first time performing anything i sang can't help falling in love with you i performed it as a duet with um rafael rafael he is my friend, my very good friend, like one of the realest ones. He was geology course rep. Remember I said we split into geology and geophysics. So when we were in year one that we're all together, Raphael was our course mate, you know. So we all went to, like he was our course rep from year one and stuff. But when we split into geology and geophysics, he remained in geology and he remained the course mate, the course rep of geology. While me, I moved to geophysics and then became geophysics course rep. Yeah, and that was like the first female course rep the department ever had, both geology and geophysics, because um, females are always assistant course rep, whatever. But I was like course rep, and yeah. So I I did the performance. It it was great. I think there was one short video somebody did of us one time, but I've lost the video. But so after school, I was like, okay, I was excited. I was like, I was going to learn driving. I was really excited about driving. And um, I signed up for one driving school like that. I signed my sister up too. I was really excited about it. I wanted to go learn how to drive until I was no longer excited and abandoned it somewhere. Yeah, I don't know what is doing me. So. It was at that time that we were planning that dinner that I was doing my driving school. So I remember on the day of the dinner, the next day, after the dinner, the next day, I had driving lessons and stuff. So stuff like that. Yeah. So the first thing I did after school was to learn driving, even though I don't think I put that knowledge to good use. And um, I, 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 I did the learning for it's how many weeks? Three I cannot remember, I think four weeks or three weeks or something. So at that point also, I was now staying at home. I was thinking, okay, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And it was strange because I'd never stayed at home with like no plan ahead. You know, it has always been you're in school. When you're not in school, you're on holiday, planning on how to go back to school. So there was always like something you're doing next. Something Even after I finished secondary school, the truth is, um, I didn't spend one year at home, you know, when people write jamba, they, they didn't make, they don't make jamba and all that. So I didn't spend, actually made my first jamb and, um, I scored more than 200. My post was great. I, I had 70% or something. So there was hope. I didn't feel, oh, maybe, or maybe not. Um, I'm going to stay one year at home, you know, and truly my, I got the admission letter. So 
it was from let's say I finished secondary school July and then I entered university in November. So it was still okay. You're waiting to enter another school, but this is like this is the end of the road for you and school. You're done with school. What do you do with your life now? And it was weird. I was staying at home. I was like, what else should I do? And they're like, eh, wait for NYSE. <laughs> and I know I. I, I finished in July and I knew that NYSE was going to be the next year. There was a November batch, but my school, we know they are not quick to release our names. So we knew it was like the next year we're going to go. What the hell do I do with myself? Like to wait for six months or more. I I became, I became uneasy. I became, I'm like, yo, I, I, I couldn't do anything again. I, I really wanted to get my hands on something. My I talked to like MSC students, my department, they're like, just chill. First of all, there's nothing you can do. You need your NYSE certificate to get any job in Nigeria. Plus, you're still young. Chill out. I'm like, no, I'm not chilling out anything. And my dad came with his wala. He's like, ah, Putin, Kini, um, masters, apply for masters abroad. I'm like, <laughs> you're kidding me, right? There's no way in the world I'm doing that. Hmm. I refused though. Uh, why did I refuse? The truth is, I'd studied geology or geophysics or whatever, and I was not confident in like the degree I got. I knew that there was a lot of knowledge gap between what I was taught and what I was supposed to be taught or what I was supposed to know. And I knew that like even the quality of education... It, um, that that I'm getting, I got in Nigeria, and what they offer there in the UK, whatever UK, US, anywhere, Canada, anywhere abroad, anywhere that is not Nigeria, the quality of education is way higher, times hundred percent, I'd be one thousand percent higher, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. First of all, I'm going to let's say I get the admission to study masters now, I'm going to fail fill my life away <laughs> like the way i'm just going to enter the there with no knowledge of whatsoever their standard will be so high for me i'm just going to mess everything up i'm not ready to do that yet really and um, plus another thing was i was scared I, now i was yeah that was uh, i was scared of failing so yeah but then another thing was i was tired i was tired of school yeah i was just 19 but i was I was I've been in school my whole life literally my whole life like even I entered I started school before I was one year old that was I was able to enter secondary school at nine years because okay let's face it primary school is five six years but I did five years though I skipped one class so um what's that five minus what's that math again nine minus five is like four so I entered primary one at four years. Who enters primary one at four years? Meaning I did just um, nursery three at three years, nursery kini nursery two at two years, nursery one at freaking one year. And I know I did not even enter school at nursery one. I did some kind of pre-nursery or something. So like I've been in school my whole life. The whole thing. I know I said I was good at school then, but it's like okay, it's too much. It's tiring. I need a break. I mean, most times when people get this break is when they are waiting for one year. When one year, two years, it depends on how long it takes you to make your jam and your postpartum to get into school year. But I just went, I just sailed the whole thing and I was tired. 
I started getting tired in year three, actually. That was when the whole thing was overwhelming. I remember one time I called my dad. I'm like, God, I'm tired of school. And he's like, say what now? Um, and he's like, okay, when you come back home, we're going to discuss it. <laughs> and I knew what that meant. When I finally got myself at home, I was like, hey, what were you saying? I'm like, no, forget it. No, I, I've gotten my energy back. I'm not tired again. I'm going back to school. <laughs> and the truth is, I struggled through. By year three, I knew I was already losing it. I knew it. As from year one and two, I was I had the highest grades in my department, and I didn't even know story for another day. But I, like I had, but from year three, I started dropping. The reverse was the case for me, you know. People would struggle through year one and two, and then make it through their year three and four because of a lot of factors. But mine was different. My year one and two, I was balling like high grades and stuff three and four I was going down because I started struggling with school you know the whole thing was overwhelming I'm like I know no other life than this thing and I I don't know I want to try I sure don't want to be in school that's it my final year was a whole struggle like at a point there was one result I was sure I failed and I'd never failed in my life I'm like god that's the end and um, I made a C. I'm like you. I was pretty sure that that lecturer dashed me mark. Like even till now, because I cannot believe I made C from where. I did not know what I wrote in the exam. I I was crying really. I was. It was something. So. I was tired of school, only for me to like struggle through, finish this final year, made sure I made a good grade. Sure, I sure made um Kini two one. I'm like, no, there's no way I'm entering another school. Lie, lie. I'm going to rest first. So my dad was like, oh, I applied. I'm like, no, I'm not doing. First of all, I'm going to fail because standard of education. Second of all, I'm tired. I can't do it. I need a break. Um, so he actually, did I, I say I took a break? Because he now planned. So my dad now planned some sort of trip abroad. Me and my sister would go stay with uh, my uncle that stays in the U.S. And I was not even buying the trip. I didn't want it. Like, I'm like and then it, it, see, I have Wala. So I wanted to rest. And then there was a trip and I didn't want it. And I was like, whatever. Should we have already planned it? Anything. Let's just be going anyhow. <laughs> you know. And um, I don't know what the problem was for me. I was just, I was not having it. I don't know if it's I don't know I was just not having it so like whatever let's just go there and stay there for whatever it is worth that was not my first time of being to the US I think it was my second time my first time was in in 2017 I was in year three then it was during my IT and I went there and I still hated it I hated I went there because um, um I went for a Rotary convention. And Rotary is not my thing. You know, I'm not a Rotarian. But my dad is like, oh, let's just go. I'm like, I don't want... And I don't... The truth is, I don't make it known that I don't want it. Because, I mean, you'll not be the difficult one and all that. And if there's anything I'm good at, is that being a good person. So I'll just agree with what everybody says. And I hated that trip so much. That is only two things I loved out of the trip. And I'm so thankful for that trip because of those two things. Um, my first time on the plane, I watched this movie, Dear Zendagi, and I loved it. Jesus, I still love it here now. Like, 
had it on my phone for a long time until I had to delete it because it was occupying space. If you know Indian movies, you know that their movies are like three hours long and all that. And this one was different. It talked about like therapy and all that. And I mean, my favorite actor, Shah Rukh Khan, he, he was a therapist and Ali Abad and it was just a good movie. I loved it. I rewatched it. Now that I've talked about it, I feel like I'm going to go download it again this night, watch it and delete it again. God. Anyway, so, and then I got to meet my cousin, um, Chinedu. It's not like meeting him for the first time because I don't know, he lived in Onicha somewhere one time, but I didn't really care. He was just like, he was my brother's friend, so they're like two boys doing boys things. I didn't care. I don't think I'd even ever talk to him. But when he had to move to the U.S. where his father lives, so when I actually got to the U.S. Um, in 2017, and after the conference, I had to go to I had to go stay with them. Me and Chinedu really bonded. Chinedu is like one amazing person. He's one of my favorite people ever, like ever. He's really smart and proud, <laughs> very proud somebody, you know. But he's really smart, and I love him. So yeah. I remember coming back from that trip, and um, that's the 2017 trip now, and I'm like, the whole trip is a mess. The only good thing about this trip is that I got to watch Dez and Dagi, and I met Chinedu. So now, I finished school 2018, I, I went back to the U.S. to stay with Chinedu then, and Chinedu now had um, a new sister, Ada, <laughs> and I loved spending time with Ada. I love... I, I love Auntie Chica. I love the family, like everybody there, you know. Chinedu and his proud self, proud but amazing self. And every time spent there, I loved it. I met like new families. I spent time with Auntie Maria and um, my classmates at secondary school, Dubim. His mom was there. I spent time with Dubim's mom and Dubim's sister. And it was just an amazing time. But it didn't take away from the fact that I still didn't want to, like, I, I don't know. I was still having like personal issues, like trying to figure life out. So at the point, my uncle was also, I think my dad as well, that has told him, okay, I want these people to apply for graduate school. It was also then making me like pushing us to apply to schools. And I think I started some applications, but I didn't make anyone. I, I didn't complete anyone. I started some while I was in the US, but I knew I didn't want this. And I didn't want to graduate school or whatever. So. But I started the applications though, even though I abandoned them. I came back from, I went to the US in September, I came back October, and um, yeah. And my dad was like, Look, have you made up your mind? I'm like, okay, there's this conference. There's this conference I want to attend. Like, I'll just go there. Once I come back from the conference, I'll make up my mind whether I'm applying to graduate school or not. Like, no, I'll go for your conference. But deep down, I only went for that conference to make friends, like, to meet with my friends actually. I um my friends I met I met um during the mini conference, Femi and others. I'm like you. I'm just I didn't even attend the conference to be. I was at the conference center, but I just left there. I'm like I had no interest. I'll just meet up with friends who just would do this, do that. So I went to a conference, came back. It's like grad school. I'm like here we go again. So during the conference, actually. I met some people, they said they were doing trainings, 
geological trainings and sure they will train you on how to use geology software some industry based skills and stuff and i'm like yes i'm going for this thing <laughs> i'm like i told my dad i'm, I'm doing this thing he's like what relevance or what did he even say of what relevance is it to your masters i'm like dude i don't care i'm doing this thing and it was in lagos and um yeah I'm like, I'm going to start in January. So I was already in contact with those people. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm coming. I'm going to do this training. And they're like, yes, we want you. They'll call you, call you, call you, call you, call you. And um, my dad didn't agree. Um, yeah, we're just there fighting, keeping face for each other. Oh, at that point, it was clear that I didn't want to stay at home again. My body was peppering me. My mind was not even in my house again. They would call me to, I don't know, do something. I'll do it halfway. Maybe open the gate. I'll leave the gate open. Like something, I was. It was obvious that see this person, like this person is not here again. So, but we're still fighting though. Like where me and my dad were, like still like not in good terms. So the plan was to start January twenty nineteen, and um. So early January, I think first week of January, one one of my uncles that stays in Lagos came. And I was talking with him, and he's like, "Oh, you guys never come to Lagos." And I'm like, "Eh, I'm, I had plans to come to Lagos, but my dad won't let me because I was like, "Oh, why didn't you tell me? I'm going to talk to him." My uncle talks to my dad, and I think my dad couldn't say no to him, so I had to move to Lagos, January 2019, to start the Damatan training, and it was the most amazing thing ever. Like, it was the most amazing experience I have had. It's, I mean, it's like people's offices. So it's just like going to work, just that you're, you're going to work to learn. It's not an internship. It's a training, actually. So you go there, the, the trainers just teach you how to do stuff. Um, coincidence, the HR person, that's the person that I was in contact with all the while, and my and the trainer himself like the person that would come and train us every day their namesakes their names are yusuf yusuf so you're like oh you're looking for mr yusuf which of the yusuf you're looking for and those people were amazing see eh, every place i've worked in my entire like okay where, where have i worked from but my it i did it i never talk about that it because i didn't like it the environment i didn't like the environment I had my IT kidney boss supervisor, whatever he is. Yo, that man, he's a handful. And that place was also, I didn't get it. People are always quarreling and like making noise. And the man, they call him Baba. Baba will threaten to cut your salary and do all that. You see, they didn't really have jobs coming in. So you just see people like you. You know, before you would hear that women used to gossip. But there, I saw men gossiping. Like, you know, men will sit down, like, the only thing they do is to gossip, and I'm like, you I can't do this. People that, the only people that were my friends were the coppers there, like, the core members there at the time. They only, always kept me company. Joseph, Samuel, and I've forgotten the other person. <laughs> yeah, but there were three of them, actually. So, yeah. That was it. And um, I went for the training. Okay, so I think the one thing that stood out for me is that they had a toilet that was functioning and was clean. I had never worked in a place that had a good toilet. Funny as it sounds, even in my school, 
like the classrooms don't have toilets and thank goodness i lived in the school hostel so anytime i needed to use the toilet i would just excuse myself from class take care to my hostel do what i need to do then come back to class like that crazy sometimes if my classmates because I stay in hostel and most of them live off camp and it would take them ages to go to um I don't know to go to their houses to use toilet and back. They would like tell, follow me to hostel to use the um stuff, toilet in hostel, or they would go to the banks. Students legit go to banks to use the toilets there because the classrooms never ever have toilets. I don't get it. Like one time I needed to use the to- um toilet in my IT place so bad and there was none. <laughs> Mm. so the place actually but apart from the toilet people there were nice like i could talk to any of the mr yusuf's you know you just go there just mr yusuf would always like the trainer mr yusuf is the coolest person i've seen in a long while after um uncle winston you know he was so cool i think one time we got talking he mentioned something about downloading Cardi B songs for his daughter, his teenage daughter. I was like, yo, you're the coolest dad ever. Like, no other person. But yeah, I, I had really good times there, really good experiences. I love Damatan. I would go back there anytime I'm in Lagos. Um, yeah, but then the experience was short-lived because um, I was, I mean, it was... They, okay, what happened was, I mean, I got there January. It was fun. They wanted to have me. I was until, I don't know. And see, all this while, if you notice, I've not talked about NYSC. So the plan was, it has always been, oh, you finish school. And they were already telling me about applying to grad school, applying to grad school. Oh, you're still young. You're 19. You have age on your side. So nobody was even reasoning me and NYSC at all. Like, nobody was even, nobody at home was talking about it where I was. I think probably in their minds, like, oh, Shevi is still 30. You have more than 10 years to be 30. You can even go do your master's, do your PhD, finish it and still come and do NYSC. So when I was in Lagos, they started selling, I'd be registering for NYSC. So without telling anybody, like without literally telling anybody, I won evening i came back from training went straight to cyber cafe and said i want to register for nysc i think they had closed then so i went the next morning very early before going for my training i went to cyber cafe registered for nysc without telling anybody i made that decision on my own and then yeah i mean they they shortlisted and i was supposed to camp was march 27th or something so when i got it i was like oh shoot i'm going to camp like just like that without i didn't i didn't plan anything i was still in lagos i had to go back to a in less than two days pack my bag and go to camp and um i told them they're like oh we're willing to have you like if you can find your way to lagos for nysc you can serve here like you're doing your training and serving and i wanted it so bad because those people are super nice the training was on point i wanted to learn but it didn't work out my first of all the camp they posted me to abia state abikini i did camping so i came back home i just did my thing you know went to camp the whole plan of grad school just died like that because i had to do my one year nysc duh 
So I went to camp. When I was in camp, I was I had plans of going back to Lagos. So I tried working it, working the kidney. I think I did some weird medical tests. I don't know. But I tried working it. It didn't work out. The truth is, okay, you know how you when you're registering for NYSE, you put in four states. Four states that you want to choose. You want them to post you in share. Truth is, I was posted to Abia, but I didn't put Abia anywhere in my first day. The way I landed in Abia, I do not know. The same thing. Um, I wanted to relocate, yeah. So I put in Lagos for relocation. When my relocation letter came out, it, it read, um, like, where I put in for relocation was Ogun State. I'm like, how? But then, where I was relocated to was Delta State. I'm like, yo, you know what? I can't even do this anymore. I'm just going to go to Lagos. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm just going to go to Delta State and serve there. I, can, I can't do this whole thing anymore. I do not have the energy for it. Like, first of all, I landed in Abia State, where I don't even know how I got there. And now I tried working everything. Like, And I, I, I'm like, you know, Lagos can't wait. I don't know. So that was how I abandoned the training after like two months and just moved to delta states and it was weird they were like oh you're not coming back i'm like i couldn't make it i'm just going to hang in delta and um yeah i was posted to some weird ass government ministry ministry of water resources i served like my whole one year nyse was i I should just serve i don't know what i was doing there i was serving at the truth is i was serving in delta but my mind wasn't there every other weekend i found myself at home because i was not sure what was happening i did i was not sure i liked it where i was living that i rented some kind of place I, i just didn't i don't know like the whole experience i was so and you know how people put their nyse to good use those that want to use it to do stuff or do stuff those that really want to serve food like maybe do, donate do donate borehole or something to their community i'm like yo i'm just going to chill out i'm, I'm going to it's not as if i planned that i was going to do nothing but now that i'm done with it it's like just done on me that it was like um i know it's subconscious decision to just do nothing with the time so one year just passed like that um at some point i started doing some kind of i started doing some kind of writing i did writing for therapy because i was always waking up with negative emotions either i was angry or frustrated or i just didn't like the energy so i I told myself i was going to do something that would make me happy when i yeah in a day so i decided to write i did some three months writing challenge i would just wake up tell stories personal stories and all that all those stories are everywhere on my social media insta especially instagram and what's the other one instagram and facebook so yeah just telling stories here and there i think it's a, it was just something i did because i don't know i i just had to get the nyse done with and um even as I'm doing it, I don't still plan, oh, life after NYSC. <laughs> so I started serving March 27, 2019. Yeah. 
and then went through the whole one year and served and finished NYSC March 5th, 2020. You know, you finish 21 days before time, all those things they do. So truth is, I was trying to plan stuff, but I was still trying to make up my mind. Okay, now that I'm done with NYSC, do I go back to Lagos? Do I get a job? What do I do? And the truth is, during my NYSC, I think I'd addressed it enough had calmed my fear enough of like the fear of failing in grad school so during that nysc year i i like i legit wanted to go to grad school i think i got out of nigeria i'm like yo i'm going to leave this country so i'm like i'm like yo whatever it is people people leave school after 10 years and still like go to grad school and do well so why not so i now started applying to grad school because i wanted to you know, not because my dad was forcing me then when I finished school in 2018. So I, during that period, I got my transcript, my certificate, my everything from my school. Like I made sure I got everything. So now that my classmates, most of my classmates, it's now that they're realizing, oh, I may apply for the scholarship or this thing outside the country. But then as we is on strike and there's no way for them to get their transcript, but I got mine on time. I like made provisions for those things i mean part of it is when my dad was pressuring me i had to like go get those documents but i mean i'm thankful i did them so during nysc i am um, yeah i started applying before i finished nysc i wrote ielts i by january i started applying uh, sorry not applying i started um, practicing for IELTS intentionally. I even enrolled into this IELTS tutorial center, uh, did it for one month, and then um, took IELTS. I took IELTS February 2020. That was this year, yeah? And um, I made a band eight, duh, eight over nine. Like, that is past mark, over pass. So I have my IELTS. I have like every document I need to apply for grad school. And I've been applying. I, I applied to University of Aberdeen and um, I got an Aberdeen admission even though the school fees won't kill somebody like what? It's too expensive. The truth is I, I saw it and I knew once that I could not afford it. So I started applying for scholarships. I started applying for so many things. Um, yeah, I started applying for other admissions also but probably in places like canada because you know, uk seemed quite expensive and um yeah so far so good 2020 happened i mean do i even okay let me not even skip to that point so yeah i got so towards the end of nyc was good i had my ielts i had a bedding admission i also had a second admission actually um there's this one i had i mean i started joining scholarship group chats sharp where i just get opportunities to apply so there was this school in the u.s they were giving it was their application free week or something so i mean who does not need that because these people their application fee is mad so i am um, i use that period to apply if you apply during the application free week you don't pay, pay application fee so i did that and um yeah offer turned out successful i got the admission it was kent state university to do msc in geology 
at Aberdeen, I got admission to do MSc in Geophysics. I can handle either of them. And, um, but then, still no scholarships. And now I know better. I know that if you don't really have funding, don't go applying for admission straight up. Because, I mean, there, there's no magic coming from anywhere. Yeah, I mean, some of them, the schools may have funding here and there. But I think it's maybe scholarship schemes like Commonwealth, uh, Shivning, or any of those things that you apply for the scholarship first and then the admission so that you're sure if you get it, if you get the scholarship, then, I mean, you're good to go. So, yeah, end of service was looking good. I had admission. I had my IELTS. I had, I was ready. I'm like, you, I'm leaving this country. <laughs> Guess who got surprised by Corona? <laughs> I mean, everybody, the whole world did. So, what happened was, POP, personal parade was March 5th. After POP, March 6th, I came back home. And uh, my, my rent, I still had three months for my rent to expire. So I just came back home to chill out first, then go back to Asaba. Yeah. And um, it was during the time I was chilling out that, I mean, everybody knows the story now. National lockdown, Kenya, Corona, everybody. So at that point, at that point, I, it became clear that, okay, every plan is cancelled. Like, every plan, whether it is you planning to go abroad or you saying, okay, maybe even between now and the September where I would go, when I would go abroad, I would maybe go back to Lagos to finish anything I was doing. It was clear, crystal clear that nobody is doing nothing. Like, everybody is literally stuck at home. And all plans cancelled, so... The first thing I did was to chill and start. I, I just picked up books and started reading. I started freaking reading. I'm like, you, I'm going to, I'm not going to think of anything because I didn't want to stress over anything. My anxiety was going to be at its peak and I knew it. So I just decided to like just read. First book I picked to read was um, this guy's memoir, Teddy Kennedy. His memoir is amazing, 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 amazing. I I read it. I finished it. I read Obama's first book. Um, what's the name again? Let me not lie, I forgot. <laughs> I've not put it in my head somewhere, but it's not coming to me now. But share the first book Obama wrote. Um, is it Audacity of Hope? No, Audacity of Hope was the other Dreams from My Father. Yeah. Dreams from my father. So I read Dreams from my father. Amazing, amazing book. So I just use the time to just chill out and read books. Like I'll just like because truth is I was anxious about the whole thing. Even as I then now March twenty twenty, the whole corona thing was new. Like the news you're getting, everything. So I was even anxious about the whole corona thing. And then it was just too much. So I decided to chill out. So after reading books, then it has dawned on me that I've read book, I've read book, I've read book. I think after dreams from my father, I, I read one other book. And I'm like, okay, now that I'm done reading book, what are you going to do? At that point, I started writing. I started entering for... Um, I started entering for... Essay competitions online. I didn't know how many there were. 
until that period like everywhere just, like people started i just started seeing them everywhere whether internet whatsapp status everywhere um some sort of weird essay contest like that so i just decided to sit my ass down and like write essays i wrote more than seven what are, did i say seven i wrote more than 10 essays even though none of them came out successful, it's not if I, like, they were contests, but I was not writing them to actually win, even though, I mean, it would be nice to win some cash or anything, but I was writing, I was doing them to practice my writing, to, like, make sure I practice writing, yeah, so I did that, okay, there was something I didn't mention, as of January 2020, I, because I, I was applying for anything, anything at all, because I was already preparing for, okay, what do I do after service, I was trying to prepare, so there was this notice, Anambra State Aviation Scholarship thing, I applied for it, I think I applied for it, um, 20, December 2019 or so, removed my mind from it, only for me to get a, an, a text for an interview, I attended the interview January 2020, so, and yeah, I still removed my mind from it too, so, I mean, and somebody's thinking, you did geo, geo, what, geophysics, geology, anything, and now you want to do aviation. And this one, I'm like, anything that comes, I just want to keep busy. So, just kept an open mind. Some nights, my anxiety would be at its peak. I would not be able to sleep in the middle of the night. I would, um, because I'm signed up to all these job-seeking email lists, whether it's job mag, job mass, um anything job scan there's this other one so this weird job you you get different job notifications from them you know sometimes i would not be able to sleep at night i'll wake up at night start applying maybe per night i'll apply for 20 different jobs linkedin even linkedin job applications you know where you just apply right i had this template application i'll just edit it put in the name of the company edit one or two things and then apply none of them will come out successful. I was like, yo, I mean, that was before Corona. That's before I finished NYC. But I finished NYC and Corona hit. I was not even sure what I was doing myself anymore. My admissions, I was not sure how, how secure my admissions were to plus. The truth is, I already abandoned them even before without the corona thing because I knew I did I was not getting scholarship from anywhere so I cannot afford these things I, I, I abandoned them by myself even though yes corona hit and nobody could do anything but I mean so that was in April that I wrote so many essays after um during that time I'm like okay I'm not going to be useless during the pandemic I now threw myself into everything. I started volunteering for everything possible. <laughs> I, I volunteered for NAPYP. I just wanted to write, be a member of the editorial team and found myself heading the editorial team. I also became part, a member of Edge, Edge YP um, editorial team. NAPYP Nigerian Petroleum, Nigerian Association of Petroleum Explorationists edges european stuff european something association of geologists and engineers um what's the other one so one of my friends david was was um coming up with stuff um he called it gci so i volunteered for gci also found myself heading the content team 
and somewhere in between i may have come up with my own foundation not found i don't know what it is i know what it is actually don't mind me i'm going to talk more about it in the next episode nascent community yeah i came up with nascent community i'm just going to tell the story of nascent in the next episode that's what the next episode is going to be about so yeah and i became super busy in the pandemic i'll just wake up i'll be writing a lot of things you know i had so many editorials to write content social media whatnot i'm just doing lots of things in that so at the point i was like okay are you still a scientist or you're a content creator or writer or whatever i be you're somebody that is expecting to uh, go into an aviation school to become a pilot toby what is it with you why are you this confused <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like, I don't know. It's that that was just me and um Yeah, we did that. Somewhere in between I met a boy. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Try this this the try this whatever this is podcast series. I've never talked about like being in any relationship or anything and stuff, yeah. Those that like know me and that my friends and stuff listening to this if you view my whatsapp status, i think there was one time i asked on my whatsapp status if um, people would do long distance relationship and or this online dating and all that and most people said no they won't for anything in the world and i asked the question because i knew i actually could i met somebody online and i thought oh I mean, this person seems good, even though it didn't work out eventually anyway. But yeah, at the point, I got myself into some kind of entanglement, yes. And it was it was good that it lasted some weird-ass thing. Uh, but yeah, that was, that, that was it. I'm going to tell the story in details later. So yeah. So I found myself dealing with the whole thing, you know. And... Um, at a point during the pandemic it was around around when july august the there was this field camp i went for sedge field camp so actually i it was said the society of exploration geophysicists and i served the i served the society for three years when i was in school i was the vice president at some point so this year they were writing to the international body, right, putting together a proposal for field camp, for um, field camp to be sponsored or something. And I contributed, you know. So I also volunteered to be like part of the facilitators of the field camp and stuff. And field camp held between field camp held between September, August and September. At the same time, during the field camp, I started doing home lesson teaching. You know, one of my friends got me a gig to teach, to do home lessons for some kids. I taught maths. Those kids are the most adorable things ever. They have their wahala. And then, God, it's not even easy sometimes, but I I loved the experience. It was even the experience that motivated me to keep going with nascent community. You know, nascent is supposed to be an education-based community and all that. And, um... I just cherish each experience I've had. If I'm to do it all over again, I definitely will. Because um, 
everything you know everything i've been through from choosing to study geology and finally finishing it and finishing with geophysics and then um yeah the experience the whole life after school being confused and not actually planning and just rolling with it the other day i put on my whatsapp status that my favorite word is equanimity equanimity is a state of being calm even under stress the the state of being calm you know like calm is your thing even when you're under stress you, you stress you have the ability to appear calm and then my second favorite word is dynamicity dynamicity in terms of like being dynamic and open to change and all that and then i think that is what i've i i think i i, I bear those qualities quite well you know trying to be like oh from geoscientist to pilot to content creator to an educator somewhere and um yeah where am i now at this point i'm back to the point where i'm i'm not looking forward to do it 2021 i really want to be intentional about 2021 i definitely want to go go make sure i make it to grad school at 2021 by 2021 that's why my kent state university admission i don't know i completely ignored it my aberdeen admission i deferred it so i have my new admission letter for september 2021 i hope i'll be able to find funding to make it work but i've also applied for scholarships there's this Pan-African University scholarship. I applied for it. I applied for that one. It's going to be to study in UI, basically. But, I mean, it's scholarship all the same. I applied for Shivening scholarship to study in the UK. Um, even though for Shivening scholarship, I didn't put Aberdeen. Weird thing. I decided to choose something different. Choose a different career path. So I'm shifting into environmental sciences. I'm still going to hold on to my Aberdeen geophysics admission. If at the end I, that is what I'm like, others don't work out. I mean, I head back to geophysics and do Aberdeen. If not, uh, if Shivening works out, I'm going to be doing MSc in environmental sciences, and I'm already excited in advance about it. So. Uh, but before then, all these things are going to be by September. From January to August, I need to find something to do. And this leads us to my birthday wish for this episode or gift or whatever. I don't know. I, I need a job. I, like, a job, really. I applied for several graduate internships. I don't even want to think about those ones. Like, the application has been like hell, you know. Just something to keep me busy, something, I mean, dynamic, out of, something to top the list, my list of weird changes in career path, you know, and um, just something to interesting to keep me, to, to, yeah, keep me up and doing. The aviation, the aviation scholarship I applied for then, like play, like play, were invited to do a medical test this month. So if, I don't know, I'm just keeping my options open, but yeah, if it doesn't work out to, I need a job, something to be doing, something that is not too stressful. I'm looking at something into media, you know, something, but then it it would be a side hustle or something, but I don't mind, like something to do this, to like talk to people. So there's this weird thing I want to do. 
I don't want to teach. Like nobody should even make me go be a teacher or anything. The highest I can do is that like home lesson thing. Because personally, I'd prefer to engage with a little, like one or two people, that's fine. I know like addressing a whole class of 50, 60 people doesn't make sense to me. I can't even handle it. I don't think my anxiety can handle it. But because I've been interested in children and I have interest in mental health, I'm thinking um, like having something um being a school guidance counselor i think i can handle it you know yeah so if you have a job that is like to be a guidance counselor in a school anywhere in nigeria i'm going to take it i don't even mind as far as you're going to give me accommodation i even think by part of me is getting tired of staying at home i mean okay right now and um yeah family and wala i want to try something new somewhere new and I want to live on my own once again. I think when I had the opportunity, I didn't even really enjoy, um, enjoy it. Like when I lived in Asaba on my own, I want to be able to live on my own again. So if you have a job, a school's guidance counselor, I think I want to explore what that experience is like. I, I can handle it. So yeah, if you have it, you can give, gift it to me as a birthday gift, you know, come and do this. I'm going to school, like primary school, secondary school, I can handle it. So, yeah, that's it. So, my birthday wish. Um, yo, this is the longest longest podcast. Yeah, feels good. So, it's time for me to sign out. So I'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Enjoy your music. <laughs>